0: Tom Ferry Show. We're closing in on the end of the first quarter, and I'd like to do a quarterly review with you. Before I jump into it, though, I want to remind you back in 1953 at Yale University, they interviewed the graduating class of seniors and they asked them a whole bunch of questions, but the one that really stood out for me was this. Do you have clear goals and a plan to accomplish them? Well, no shock that these kids coming out of college, 97%, no goals, no plan, 3% knew exactly what they wanted and had a rudimentary plan to go after it. Fast forward 20 years later, in 1973, they re-interviewed the class to find out where do they stand? How are they doing? Now, you may have heard this before, but I love this study. The 3% that had a goal and a plan, a way to go out and achieve their results, had of course experienced more joy, more happiness, like, and of course greater levels of success. The thing though that stood out for me was that 3%, the 3% that have a plan, that knew what they wanted, and they were going after it every day, that group had a combined net worth three times greater than all of the 97% combined. Now, You and I both know I'm a big fan of goal setting, but when I read those kind of stats and those kind of stories, it really makes me think, was it just setting the goal, right? Did they just say, I want to make 100,000, I want to make a million, I want to grow my business to X? Did they just do that and write out a plan? I've seen plenty of people grab a yellow notepad, have a glass of wine, and start writing out goals, and this is what I got to do, and you know what? They fail most of the time. In my experience, in 30 years of business, the real hook is to write the plan, to have the strategy, and then to look at three areas of your business every week, every month, and at the minimum, once a quarter. And that is what I wanna do with you today. I wanna walk you through as if I was your coach and I was sitting next to you, I'd say, hey, let's talk about what your goal was, let's look at how we broke down the eight different number elements that are required for you to get there, and then how are we doing in relationship to each one of those, and then two other areas. So if you would, would you allow me to be your coach? So let's start with the first thing. Number one, what were your most important goals for this year? How many transactions did you wanna do? How much volume? And how much gross commission income? And assuming like most people, you divided it over four months unless you're in a very seasonal market where maybe you said I gotta make all my money between January and July and then it's a little too hot in Phoenix or in Palm Springs, California, and things slow down and you get out and then you come back at it in October, November, December. Right? You know the seasonalities, but for most of us, It's quarter by quarter, it's month by month, we know exactly what we want. So the first thing is, what's your goal? The second thing I wrote down is, you also had a number of conversations that you needed to have on a daily, weekly, and quarterly basis that would be the leading indicator to the lagging indicator, the results you wanna produce. So what was that number? Was it five conversations? You know, to existing customers, was it five conversations to new customers, 10 conversations a day, two, 20, 500? I don't know. The question is do you, and then I wrote down behind it, what was your actual result? I was thinking about one of my clients many months ago, Sandy Andrew, really dating myself here, extraordinary individual from Atlanta, Georgia. Sandy and I were talking one day about her business and, and here's what we discovered. She, her plan was basically simple, four, three, two, one four hours combined between her and her team of prospecting, schedule three appointments every day, one with the seller, two with buyers every day, go on to and get one signed contract. Like that was the plan. And inside of the four, we knew we wanted to basically have about 60 conversations, right? And those 60 conversations would lead us to everything else. Well, funny that at the end of the first quarter, one year, all of a sudden we're sitting at you know 78% of the number of people they were supposed to talk to. And guess, guess what? She was surprised that she wasn't on track for her goal. She was surprised. Like, I can't believe it. We've been working so hard. See, you and I both know the business is math. People are not math. When you're making that phone call and you're reaching out, you're knocking on that door, you're meeting that person socially. That's not math. That is empathy. That is asking the right questions. That's connecting. That's looking to solve problems for a profit, right? That's what we do in business, right? That's what we do. The math side is If the formula says every 50 people I talk to, I make a sale and you only talk to 29, you should only be mad at one person, you, right? You failed to execute on the formula. So the first thing I had to look at is, How many conversations were I supposed to have? How many did I really have? And if you're not tracking that yet, my goodness, race to TomFerry.com, look at the hub, start tracking your numbers, it's your business intelligence. It's your business intelligence. Number two, ready, you had an appointment goal for the first quarter, sellers, buyers, right? Appointments, et cetera. How many did you say you were gonna do? How many did you actually do? I have a feeling if you're way ahead on your conversations, you're probably equal to or way ahead on your appointments because one begets the next, right? So what was your goal and what was your actual? And then units goals. How many did you want to be at closed and pending and where do you stand, right? The numbers are the numbers are the numbers. Don't, it doesn't matter that one fell out. It doesn't matter that one had a huge sales price. Like We try and rationalize all this stuff. You said you were gonna be at eight deals. Are you at eight deals, yes or no? You with me on this? Like, keep it simple, no stories, no drama. Now, the next one is, of course, with unit goals. You said you were gonna be at X. Where are you at? Number uh, four, or excuse me, four is, what's your GCI goal? What's your revenue goal, right? You said from that eight, you wanted to produce $80,000 in commissions, $40,000 in commissions, whatever the number is, $800,000 in commissions. Great, where are you at closed? and pending, deals already closed and pending. Uh, the next one, of course, is your volume. What was your sales volume goal? Where are you at? I think you're getting the basics here. How many conversations? How many appointments? How many transactions? How was the volume? How was your GCI, your commissions? And then the last two, what were your expenses, right? How are you in relationship to your expenses? Now, this is an interesting conversation, especially coming off a couple of weeks ago when I was like, stockpile cash, right? And I was really going at you one of the things that i see a mistake that a lot of people make is they know that when they spend a dollar on on marketing that produces five and they stop spending it then they get mad that their sales aren't there like one you know one creates the next it's cause and effect when i don't make my phone calls right i don't have the sales one creates the next marketing is critical So make sure that you're paying attention to your marketing budget and following through accordingly and being ROI focused, like we discussed a couple weeks ago, that every dollar you're spending, you're being meticulous about. How do I make sure that I squeeze from that dollar investment? Two, three, four, five, six, as an example. But the other thing is, remember we said, stop spending money on stupid stuff, right? I talked to agents that have three different CRMs and they don't use any of them, but they pay for all three, right? Look for the areas in your business where you can cut the waste. That's always a good idea. And be honest with yourself. Did you make some capital investments into your business in the first quarter? Was it on budget or outside of your budget? Important distinctions. All right. The last one, of course, was your net income. So your gross, right, minus all your expenses, what was your net? Where did you say you wanted to be and where are you at? Now, let's be honest. Awareness is the first step of change. The moment you say, these are my numbers, guess what happens? You're like, okay, it is what it is. The story, the drama, the big deal, the one that got away, you know, the thing that happened in your life, the market doesn't care. You with me on this? I care. You care. I'm sure your family cares, but the business doesn't care. Buyers and sellers and people and prospects will go find somebody else. So you just gotta be honest. Did you kill it? Were you right here? Or were you short, you know, were you behind? Were you short on your numbers? And then of course, when we get to the last one, what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it in the second quarter? But I got some more questions, you ready? The second area when you're reviewing after you do the numbers is assessing your results from your marketing, right? So I actually wrote down for you, there's really basically three questions. You wanna look at in my marketing, and I'm going through the list, you ready? online leads, open houses, uh, direct mail, FISBOS inspires, geographic farming, la, 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 right? you, you know the list, it's all inside the hub. The key is to do a very honest, quantitative evaluation of what worked. Gosh, my geographic farming is killing it, hmm, right? Maybe I should do more of that, right? Or what did I do differently this quarter compared to last quarter Hmm. Analyze it. Make sure I do it again in the second quarter. Make sure I do it again in the third quarter, right? Remember, run plays that work. Same concept. Then I always want to ask, what, where am I, for example, with one of these where I'm in process? Maybe it's a new campaign, something that I decided in my business plan that I would take on in the first quarter, recognizing that I might be doing it for two full quarters before I get a closing or you know, two new listings or whatever it is from this. So where am I at? Have I been consistent? Am I following the plan? Am I taking all the right steps? Or am I kinda doing the come on seven, hoping and praying, right? So it's just an honest, what's working? Where am I in process? And then the last one is, what needs to improve? Right, so I was, you know, I talk a lot about your database and, one of the biggest untapped resources for most people is their database has become their data base, right? It's, it's dead. Like you're sending them texts, they're not responding. You're sending direct mail, they're not responding. You never make enough phone calls. You're not digging deep. And when you do, you're like, hey, do you know anybody want some mines on real estate? Like you're just selling all the time, you with me? It's not authentic, it's not real. It's not what the customer wants. So I asked myself like, where can you improve? For example, with your database or with expireds or with your farm or with your open house or with your online leads, whatever it is you do, Always, where do I need to improve? So that's the second part of a quarterly assessment. Look at my business intelligence, look at all my numbers, then look at all my marketing. What worked, what am I impressed on, what needs to improve? Then I look at the third part, is I wrote down, you know, where was I interested versus committed? Interested versus committed. And I've got, there's 13 things on the actual assessment. I wanna to talk to you about just four, right? 13 things that you could be looking at. Like, where was I like interested as in I did it when it was convenient and where was I committed? Like I got up and I did it no matter what because it's in the plan, it's in the schedule. I am Forrest Gump, run, run, run. You with me on this? Like I was smart enough to write the plan, I'm gonna be dumb enough to follow the plan. You with me? Four areas I want you to consider. You ready? Number one, was I tracking and measuring all of my numbers? Was I tracking and measuring all my numbers? I don't care if it's chicken scratch on a yellow notepad on a dry erase board on an app inside the hub but was i tracking and measuring so i know the analytics of my business or am i still playing the hope and pray game am i still playing the guessing game so that's number one right so was i interested in my business or am i committed to it if i'm interested i tracked when it was convenient but if i'm committed I want so badly to know that I'm now at 37 conversations to a sale and I'd love to see myself get to 25 conversations for a sale and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is to track and measure to know, to remove the guessing game. Number two, was I reviewing and acting on my business plan on a weekly basis? So think about this, right? You created your business plan inside the hub. You're looking at it all the time, I hope, right? Are you digging into sections of your plan on a weekly basis? Not where you're just working in your business, but you're working on your business. So this is where I stop and say, I'm gonna carve out a little time on Friday, and I'm gonna look at the systems, the marketing, the processes, the areas of improvement that I said, when I put these bricks in place in my business, I'm gonna be more stable, more repeatable, more scalable, as an example, are you carving out time to do that? Or are you just running as fast as you can until you're exhausted and get a day off? If it's not in your schedule, my friend, it doesn't exist. It's a big part of your quarterly review. Did I work on my business? The third area, obviously, is driving results in my marketing, my lead generation, and my conversion. So at the end of the quarter, I wanna make sure, was I committed to that? did you work on your presentation? Did you work on your objection handling? Did you work on your ability to get to the yes? You know, have you read all the great books on negotiation so you're really able to help your client and the other person on the other side of the table that you might be negotiating with and for or against? Right? Am I really getting better at that area? Did I outsource all my marketing? Right? Did I insource and hire someone new to take this on? These are the core fundamentals of a great business my business intelligence, my actual working on the business, the stuff I plan for, and then how am I bringing more clients in, right? Top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, getting them in, getting them interested, and converting them. Does that make sense? How much time did you spend working on that? And were you honestly interested when you wrote it or were you committed? Are you following through? And then the last one I wrote down is obviously, and I've talked about it just briefly here, is how much time did you spend Upgrading, improving, or maybe adding for the first time, the systems is what everybody refers to them. I'd rather call them the business processes, how we do it around here, right? Your business processes in place, whether that is a a marketing checklist or a pre-transaction checklist, a listing launch checklist as an example, all the things that you do in your business time and time again, When was the last time you upgraded, looked at, tweaked, adjusted to improve upon them so your business becomes more repeatable, more scalable, and ultimately, you have more control. So again, a lot for you to digest. All this is at TomFerry.com, Inside the Hub. Go download it, go look at it, do an honest assessment. If you're one of my my coaching clients, one of our members, you and your coach are gonna have these dialogues. The key thing, my friend, is that you're taking the time to pause and to look at your business analytically, to look at it quant- uh, quantitatively versus you know, qualitatively, right? More how you feel, let's look at the numbers. And then we do the last one. Number four, and that is you decide what it is you're committed to in the second quarter. Now, again, same rule. Where do I wanna be transaction-wise? Where do I wanna be volume-wise, right? We're talking about you know, July 1st, end of June. Where do I wanna be, right? And then what do I have to do to get there? Right? How many appointments do I need? How many conversations do I need? It's just math my friend. Take the guessing game out and decide exactly how you want it to be and then look at what worked in the first quarter, build on it, look at what was in process in the first quarter, the things that you're working on and continue them and then look for the areas of improvement and put your pedal to the metal, go for it. Because you know what? Right now what I'm seeing across the world is in real estate, It's the rich and the rest. It's the rich and the rest, my friends. Just like that beautiful Yale University study, 100 kids graduate, 97, got no plan, got no clue, 3%, know what they want, right? Got a plan, and I bet inside that survey, I'm sure someone asked, and did you follow up on those goals? Did you look at them all the time? Were you tinkering, tweaking, and adjusting? You and I both know the answer is yes, and that's exactly what I expect from you. Thank you so much for watching, and more importantly, thank you for taking the time to truly think about your business and make it better. The people that love you will appreciate this, and all of your future clients will as well. Thank you so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters. And now more than ever, looking at your business analytically is what rules the day.